Welcome to the Gardening Corner here in Northern Cal. A new podcast about dicoma, a chemical sprayed to get rid of weeds, coming up. Oh, welcome to the Gardening Corner. Welcome to my show. Yes, I've uh, looked up some information and things have really changed. The weather out here was really, really bad. You know, we had a flood out here about 50, about 48 feet. Oh, yes, about five feet away from where I live. And it really, really got really deep. A lot of people had to evacuate. Further down Guerneville there, and you can imagine that a lot of businesses were underwater. Uh, an average street you would go down and you would see a roof of a business. Well, it, the water was almost close to the roof. And that wasn't really good for local businesses and people that have disabilities too out there. And the community did work together, and here we are. Here at the Gardening Corner. And by the way, I, I did a podcast uh, in the hoop house there. You're able to hear the rain and stuff. You want to hear that podcast and I'm talking about what's going on. You can go ahead and back in that catalog there. Uh, at Anchor FM. Best place to, you know, podcast. Okay, so enough of that radio voice. huh? Let's go back to business here. So this it's been really interesting to to me uh, about uh, Dacoma, right? I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And we had some farmers out in Missouri, beautiful Missouri. Shout out to Missouri and uh, a little prayer out, a little prayer for our farmers. Yes, some farmers out there in Missouri are feeding America. Or at least trying to. Uh, tomatoes. Andrew Joyce won't be growing any tomatoes this summer. Three acre produce farm in Milden, Missouri. Yes, damage from weed killer Dacoma. Is that Dacoma? D I C A M P A. Well, uh, they call it a chemical drift and how it works. Uh, I'm I'm correct here. I hope I'm correct. Excuse me. That when you spray this on the weeds, it... uh, Get rid of the, it gets rid of the weeds and it's really it really works. Uh, this is what they say and they're able to produce uh, I mean produce a high yield make money right But all of a sudden later on uh, as they kept using this chemical, which bear uh, now I guess they're responsible for this. I don't know if that's true and I'm 
I'm not saying they are, so I'm just saying this is what they're saying. This is what they want to do is deal with Bayer because they bought it from them. Uh, I've used Bayer when I was a kid. I mean, it worked for me, right? The aspirin worked, right? They had good aspirin. Uh, am I saying that right? I hope I am. Kind of late, but... You know, actually, it's 2 in the morning here in Northern Cal, but decided to give you a podcast. It was very interesting about this this article here. Uh, but back to, you know, let me get off subject here. Let's get back to uh, the coma. So, uh, in Missouri, Tom Riley also farms in the area of southeast Missouri, known as the uh, Boot Hill. The coma has been a lifesaver for his 4,000 acres of cotton and soybeans. Yes. Dacoma resistant. My whole bean crop, 2,000 acres this year, will be extend. That extend, huh? Riley said, it's the best system out there that works. Our yields are great. Our fields are clean. And that's where the coma battle lines have shifted. Row, row crop farmers in Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, Arkansas, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly sorry, now use Dacoma, realizing it's their best chance to protect against damage. But specialty crop farmers are still at risk and feel they are running out of options how to fight back. Look at that. You know, uh, it's interesting. I, I am not going to knock anybody about what they do with their fields and how they farm. You know, these people have been doing it before I was born. Okay. Now, it doesn't make them right, make them smarter, but in their hood, they kept it going, right? They made sure they were able to keep that land and make some money for the family. Once again, I give my hand out to those farmers in Missouri, Arkansas, Indiana, Illinois, with this problem with Tacoma. Here from Northern Cal. So, enforcement issues. Coming up, more on Decoma. Welcome back to the Gardening Corner. And we left off about that word, decoma. Yes. Uh, interesting these days, huh? Times have changed. They really have. Uh, all I can say is good luck, everyone. Well, back to uh, the issue. 
here out in uh, Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, and Arkansas. Overwhelming about this Tacoma, huh? Realizing that these practices didn't work out after all. But who knew? If we all knew what to do, then we would be ahead. You know? We wouldn't have this conversation. Not at all. What about those enforcement issues? Dacoma is a potent chemical, and it's the main issue. Is drift. The word drift. Row crop farmers in Missouri, as you know, are having an issue. When when applied properly, the weed killer can easily be blown by the wind from from one farm to another, sometimes for as many as 10 miles. Wow, that's... uh, Dacoma damaged 3.6 million acres of soybean fields in 2017 and more than 1 million acres in 2018. Yet farmers spread Dacoma on more than 50 million acres in 2018. Hmm. Now we're in 2019, so you can imagine that it's it's worse uh, uh, if they kept doing it. I mean, not everybody's going to stop because you can't stop. I mean, you can, but the cost of stopping is is outrageous. Now I don't own a big farm, but I got common sense. If you own a lot a lot of acres, you know you got a lot to do. If you're farming all those acres, I mean. Do the math. You got to you gotta know what you're doing. Uh, it's all about the math. And God forbid if you don't do your math right, you well, and that, well, that ain't going to happen. That's That ain't going to happen. So that, let's get off that subject. But back uh, to the U.S. Environmental Protection, Protection Agency has approved the coma used for two more years. They're going to use it for two more years from that date, 2018. And while the rules are federal, Enforcing proper use is largely up to state departments of agriculture. Hmm. So, uh, they're going to do a full investigation uh, and apply civil penalties in this case, find evidence and get it supported, uh, and I guess go to court, right? There's over 100 complaints uh, each year for the past two years. Um, and the, uh, I guess the state imposed some fines. You know, it's politics, you know. Uh, and I don't, I don't talk politics, but, you know, that's there, right? Okay. Business and politics, politics go together. Uh, economics. Right? Business, politics, economics. You need those three, I think. It's three or two, right? I haven't taken those classes yet, but one day I will. But it's, I got enough on my schedule, but back to. Okay, so uh, I think uh, you understand now, right? It's been a real big issue out there. And 
It's a big issue with the coma debate fueling advocates and the different approaches to farming. And now, this is what I think here. I think we need to go back, as you know, to smaller farming. Now, they don't want to hear that. Uh, that's that's too much. But what they need to do is do some, uh, do, uh, is, uh, what's the word for that? I just lost train of thought. Oh, go ahead and put uh, different types of crops and ro- do rotation. Sorry. Ro- ro- rotate the crops. Uh, crop rotation would work. Um, that's what they need to do. Um, they need to get some compost out there or get a, or start composting uh, or st- start picking up uh, food if they can. They, they're big enough. They can get a, a truck uh, and get some kind of deal going on with their local people there and start uh, getting that food uh, and make sure that, you know, they have the proper food and not mix it with meat and get them veggies and start, you know, do little by little. Uh, Hopefully that would help and do crop rotation. That's what I would do if I was a big farmer right now. Uh, I would bite the bullet and deal with it because if you don't, it's going to get worse. I mean, you ain't have nothing to farm. Uh, that's gonna you're gonna lose your land. I mean, what do you? I mean, you can pass it on, but they can't do nothing with it. So we got to think organic. We got to start thinking a little more, a little more smarter now. I mean, you got a little here, you know. <laughs> We have problems. We got more problems than that in the in the environment. If you really want to know, uh, methane. I was just talking to to the, to the wife about that. And methane is uh, in the air a little bit uh, in the ocean, bubbling up. Huh? Not good. Uh, that's not good. Um, you know, uh, heat is rising. Uh, that's scientists are worried and and getting. I mean, they're. I mean, some of them are drinking. It's that bad. Okay, I don't mean to alarm you, but it's raining. It's raining right now. What What are we gonna do? We have to save the planet, and uh, this is why I do a podcast: is to give you good news, sometimes even bad news. Um, the bad news is that we better fix the planet. The good news, we got a little bit of time, but pretty soon we're not gonna have any time. Now. That's up to you. I, I mean, I'm I'm living the weather. Okay, it's it's not normal. I, I've been on this planet for quite a bit here. I'm not an old old man, but I'm getting older. But you know, it's uh, not a good sign. Uh, think about the old weatherman back in the day when you had the uh, little small hurricanes, tornadoes in small cities, even in New York or uh, California, where. Um, you know, high winds uh, and rain, thunderstorms, you know. Tacoma. Don't sound good, does it, huh? Sounds like uh, Tacoma. So, sound like a, sound like he's going to be in a coma when you get this stuff on your land. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it worked for a while. What are you going to do? I mean... Barrett can't fix it all. I mean, maybe we got to work on our own. I mean, they didn't. I mean, they're not shoving it down your throat. I don't hope they are. I hope they're not. Jesus Christ. I mean, let's keep the Lord out of this. I mean, especially people out there in the Bible, uh, the Bible coast here. I don't want to see nothing out of hand. I want you to not listen to my show. I do respect people. I, I respect people that work hard and uh, raise a family and, 
do what they have to do to make it uh, to make it and to make ends meet. But, uh, you know, we got to have them sweet potatoes, don't you think, huh? Squash, huh? Green beans, we got to have them. We got, listen, we got to save this planet. We got to, we got to eat. If this planet gets too hot, we're not going to be able to eat vegetables. What are we going to do? We have a lot of people on the planet. You know, cities have piled up. You know what I mean? It's got to change. We have to change. Farmers are going to change, you know, why not? Change is good sometimes, guys. Change is good. You know, here at the Gardening Corner, um, it's this interesting place here. You know, I called it People Power Farm because people are the power in, in, you know, at the farm. Uh, and it takes a lot of people to run a farm. And, you know, I... I like farming. I farmed a little bit. Very little, but I understand it. I read about it. I like it. Uh, you don't have to farm big, remember? Okay, that's it for the for the morning here. It's 2.39 a.m. in Northern Cal. I'm headed out. Or headed, you know, headed out, headed to the, to the sleep. Time to go to bed. You know, podcasting is cool. I think it's great. Try it sometime. Well, as they say, thanks for listening. Comments, subscribe. And don't forget, if you want to get more of this stuff, you can go to YouTube at peoplepowerfarm.com. And I have the media channel, Antonio G., I need to change that, but I don't know. I'm working on two channels. Hope I didn't put too much on my table here besides school. But thank you again, and have a great life. And don't forget to eat your vegetables. And don't forget, you can always put gloves on, and you can still farm or garden. Thank you. Bye-bye.